Welcome to the Dietitian Success Podcast. Here at Dietitian Success Center, we're all about making it easier for you to build your confidence and expertise. So whether you're a dietitian or a dietetic student, we've got something for you. I'm Krista, your host and the founder of DSC. Now, are you ready to ditch the imposter syndrome and join our incredible, vibrant community? If so, let's jump in. Hey, all. Thanks so much for joining me for episode 48 of the Dietitian Success Podcast. So tell me, do you fit into one of these profiles? You are a dietetic student or dietetic intern who knows that they want to start a private practice or a nutrition business, but you don't know when the right time is to start. So perhaps you feel like you have to wait until you have more experience to get started. Or are you a new dietitian who perhaps hasn't gotten a job yet, but you're graduated, and so you're wondering if you should just go ahead and start a business? Or perhaps you're a dietitian who is working, you don't love your job, and you're looking for more freedom, both in your schedule, your finances, and to work with people that you love. Or lastly, You're a dietitian, you're working, you like your job, but you want more side income. Does one of those sound like you? I can imagine that about 90% of you probably fit this profile. So if that's you, then you're probably wondering, when's the right time to start a business? So in this episode, we're going to go through three things that indicate that it is the wrong time for you to start a business. And then three things that indicate that it is the right time for you to start a business. So let's get into it. When is it the wrong time for you to start a business? And I think, you know, this is funny because we often talk about when is it the right time to start a business, but there's definitely some wrong times to start a business. And so here's three of those wrong times to start a business that, you know, I have just encountered. And knowing what I know now about building a successful business, I would not start a business if you fit any of these three criteria. So number one, you're doing it just because it seems like everyone else is doing it. This is the complete wrong attitude to have when it comes to entrepreneurship. Because the only thing that is going to keep you motivated and excited and engaged and willing to show up every day, which is what you need to do in order to run a successful business, is that internal drive and that internal motivation that comes from within you to create this business or this lifestyle that you love. And so if you're doing it because other people are doing it and it seems fun and it seems cool, that is 100% the wrong reason. And you're not going to be successful because if you're doing it just because everyone else is doing it, you're you're not going to have that internal uh, motivation that is needed in order for you to succeed. So that's number one. You're doing it just because everyone else is doing it. Uh, number two reason or or uh, reason why it's when number two uh, criteria that indicates that it's the wrong time to start a business. Whoa, I got totally choked up on my words there. Uh, 
you're doing it because you have nothing better to do. (laughs) Again, this kind of goes back to my first point, um, which is that when it comes to entrepreneurship, there needs to be a degree of that internal motivation and internal desire. Um, You need to have the ability to see and envision this lifestyle that you want to be living. And if that is truly what you want out of life, then great. Entrepreneurship is an awesome choice for you. You know, if you want freedom, if you want the flexibility, if you're okay with the uncertainty that sometimes comes with it, then great. Uh, But if that's not you, and if you're the type of person that needs that consistency of a steady paycheck, um, and you, you don't love the idea of, you know, sometimes things being uncertain, sometimes having to put work in, in times that, you know, are not normal nine to five, then again, it's probably not the right thing for you. And so we don't want to be doing it because we have nothing better to do. Um, and we heard this a lot when the pandemic started because, there was this sort of overall sentiment of like, oh, well, I can't get a job right now. So, I mean, I guess I better start a business. (laughs) And we say that as if it's going to be the easier option. And it's not. I promise you it's not the easier option. So that's another reason why, or that's one of the other criteria that we do not want to meet in order to determine whether it's the right time for us to start a business. And then third... You're only doing it to make a quick buck in the short term and you're not invested in the long term. Um, and I'm going to talk about this in more detail when we get into the the three criteria that indicate the, that it's the right time for you to start your business. But if you're not invested in the long term, business is a long game and it's not about instant results and it's not about overnight success. Um, it is it is a long game. And so if you're only doing it to make a quick buck, save yourself the time, save yourself the energy, and don't do it. <laughs> Alrighty. So it's the wrong time to start a business if you're doing it just because everyone else is doing it, you're doing it because you have nothing better to do, or you're doing it just to make a quick buck and you're not invested in the long term. Okay, so now... How do we know if it's the right time to start a business? So number one is simply you've always wanted to do it and you're excited to get started. This is me giving you full permission to take action on an idea that you've always wanted to chase. And so, not that you needed permission, by the way, but sometimes it's helpful for somebody else who's on the outside to say, no, look, you can do this. Go for it. Give it a try. Why not? What's the worst thing that's going to happen? And at the end of the day, the earlier you can start, the better. Um, and and that's because it it just comes back to this whole idea that Business is a long game. It takes consistent effort over time. It takes time to build an audience. It takes time to build relationships. It takes time to build a client base, to build your confidence and your expertise in things like marketing and sales, which are essential skills. So it takes time and it's a long game. So the earlier you can start, the better. 
And I always think about this because, um, you know, for me, when I look back on my business, I pretty much always say to myself, oh man, I wish I would have started earlier. <laughs> because imagine where I'd be now if I had. And, I, you know, I, I think I started at the right time for me because I didn't really know what the business was that I wanted to start. But at the same time, you know, the earlier I would have started, the further along I would be by now. And so the thing here to remember too is that you are never going to magically have more time. There's never suddenly going to be more time in your schedule than you had before. So I, at the risk of sounding, you know, like a little bit of a, a bossy coach here, I don't want you to make excuses for yourself. Don't make excuses for yourself. Again, there's never magically going to be more time for you to put into this. Um, There's always going to be things going on externally or internally within your home, within you. And so if this is something you've always wanted to do, then then get started. And I think the other thing, too, that I want to really stress here is that the idea or the notion that you have to have experience before you can start a business is a thousand percent a myth. It is a thousand percent a myth because the majority of the skills that you need to run a successful business or a successful practice are not learned in a hospital. I promise you that. Even things like the counseling style, the marketing and sales skills, The expertise both in nutrition, how to communicate with people are generally different. So this is a complete myth. And I've had, you know, clients who start while they're in undergrad uh, and they didn't get into an internship. And so they're like, well, if nutritionists are doing it and they don't have the degree I have, then why can't I do it? (laughs) Right. I've, I've seen I've had clients who are dietetic interns who start seeing some clients or doing some freelance work or brand work while they're interns. I've had, you know, clients who are new dietitians who start a business right out of school. I've had dietitians or clients who build a practice or a business part-time while they're working or just decide to leave their full-time job and go all in. And so at the end of the day, it comes back to you and what you want to do and how you see your career unfolding. You will learn what you need to learn. It's going to be a learning curve. And at first, it's going to be uncomfortable because guess what? You've never done this before. And anything that's new is, a, is, is uncomfortable. And there's never going to be a time where you feel like you're 100% confident to go into it, (laughs) right? Nobody, no, 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 nobody, I promise you that, feels confident or 100% confident at least uh, going into entrepreneurship because it's new. It's totally new, but you will learn it. So that's number one. You've, if you've always wanted to do it and you're excited to get started, that is an awesome reason to start your business. And it is a complete myth that you have to have experience before you can get started. Number two, and this might sound a little boring, (laughs) um, but I promise you is very practical. You have a financial plan. I will, I've said this before and I will say it again and again and again. What is your financial plan if things take longer to ramp up than you think that they will? 
Because like I said, business is a long game. It takes time to develop that skill set and that expertise. It took you four years of undergrad to you know, learn about the basics of nutrition. <laughs> so we can't expect that we're going to learn the basics of running a business in one month. It doesn't happen that way. And so what I don't want you to do is I don't want you to put yourself in a situation where your business is all you have to keep you afloat right from the get-go. And so this might mean that if this is something that you want to do, then it might mean, um, and if you have no other money coming in, maybe getting a part-time job in, maybe it's in dietetics or maybe it's not even. You know, I've seen people get jobs as like bartenders or servers, and I'm talking dietitians who have degrees and who are registered dietitians, and they do it because it gives them the income coming in to be able to get their business up and running and give them that financial freedom to be able to you know, do what they need to do to make their business succeed without having to worry about paying their rent. So that might be what it means. And that's totally okay. It might mean if you have a partner or a spouse um, that you're able to rely on for a little bit if the money's not coming in like you thought it would be right at the start. It might mean that if you're working or if you're in school and you're working, saving some money so that you have a runway um, that you can rely on uh, if you need it. If you get into entrepreneurship and again, things take a little, little bit longer, it takes that stress away. Um, and this is what I did when I quit my job. I had, I had saved, saved, saved uh, for quite some time that I knew I would be okay for at least six months if I made zero dollars. Um, and that was really reassuring for me. Um, and it, it takes a lot of that stress away. Uh, or perhaps you're living at home and your parents support you. Are they willing to keep doing that? So just a couple things that you want to consider is like, what's the backup plan here so that I can have the space and the freedom and the uh, truly just the creative space to be able to do what I have to do to make this business succeed, as opposed to feeling that immediate pressure of needing my business to succeed in order to pay my bills, because that's not what we want. Um, it takes the fun out of it, honestly, 100%. takes the fun out of it. Um, and so we want to avoid that at all costs. So that's number two. What's the financial plan? Number three, you're willing to put in the work consistently. So the reason why I stress consistently is because I am not saying that the more hours you put into this, the better. In fact, I'm actually saying the opposite. Um, I'm saying that you are willing to find a chunk of time and that might, for you, be one hour every week. That might be three hours every week. That might be two days a week. That might be five days a week. But what is that chunk of time that works for you to put in effort every single week and do the work that needs to happen to get to where you want to be? So that might be posting on social media, that might be making blog posts, that might be building connections in your community, that might be creating a website, whatever that is. What is that time that you are willing to consistently put in uh, 
to do the work that you need to do. And um, one thing I would say here is that boundaries are really important. And so making sure that we have those boundaries between work and between personal and we're not burning ourselves out. However, consistency is also key because consistency compounds over time. And it's this whole idea of compounding interest. Maybe you remember that from high school or from undergrad, which is basically telling us that, you know, it's it's the law of compounding, which, which tells us that the more consistent we are with the work that we do, um, the more we put into it, the more that's going to pay off long term. And so, What this might mean is that you are willing to show up even if you don't want to. You're willing to set aside that time every single week to work on your business, uh, whatever that means for you. And it also means perhaps you're willing to do some of the jobs or work with some clients that aren't 100% aligned with what you eventually want to be doing because you know that this is a long game and each experience is a great opportunity to learn. So a couple examples here. Um, when I was when I started my business as in freelancing, I used to do some random freelancing jobs, very random. Um, I worked oh, at one point for a supplement company that I absolutely hated, uh, but I was willing to. Oh, and I've told this story a few times. I created I forget five or six I think recipes for soup for a research project and they paid me $80. That's it. (laughs) So I did some random, very low paying jobs, uh, but I did it with the knowledge that, hey, I'm going to learn a lot from this experience. I'm going to learn what I like and what I don't like. And I'm going to get some experience so that hopefully I can get bigger and better jobs in the future. Um, And so that's the last one is you're willing to put in the work consistently. All right. So To recap, it is the wrong time to start a business if, number one, you're doing it just because it seems like everyone else is. Number two, you're doing it because you have nothing better to do. (laughs) And number three, you're only doing it to make a quick buck in the short term and you're not invested in the long term. But it's the right time to start a business if, number one, you've always wanted to do it and you're just excited about it. Go for it. Do it. There's nothing stopping you. I am giving you full permission right now to get started today. Number two, you have a financial plan in place. And number three, you're willing to put in the work consistently. Consistency is key here. I'm not talking volume. I'm not talking number of hours every week. I'm talking consistently, which whatever that means for you. All right, so if you are excited to get started on your first or next big business idea, then make sure to check out our free business planning workbook. In it, you're gonna find a whopping 13 pages of direction to get you started with building your business foundational plan. So head on over to dietitiansuccesscenter.com and navigate to the freebie tab and you will see it there. We also have it linked in the podcast episode description. And if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you get regular updates whenever I post a new episode. And I always appreciate your ratings and reviews. This helps to ensure that the podcast is seen by more fellow dietitians and RD2Bs. So as always, feel free to slide into my DMs if you have any questions or comments. Otherwise, have an awesome week and we will see you next Thursday.